Alright everybody, welcome to the very first sort of episode with the Doc Boys. This is the Doc Cast from Cincinnati and we're here just kind of to discuss kind of just, I don't know, fun things. And uh, I'm obviously not alone here, so why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. My name is Aaron. I'm a third year here at the kind of wonderful University of Cincinnati, studying sports administration. Um, fun fact, I'm also serving it's my third year in the Army National Guard. Uh, my name is Brooks. Also, Aaron, it goes by AWIT a lot. <laughs> that should have been your fun fact. So um, I'm a second year. Uh, I just switched into secondary education for math. And fun fact, um, I love the worst sports team that's ever existed, aka the Browns. <laughs> I actually knew that one. <laughs> I'm Joseph, and I know nothing about sports. I guess that's not a very fun fact about me, but what is a fun fact is I soloed the Ohio River on a block of foam. What does soloed mean? You, it, like, if you ever heard of that, like, girl that, like, soloed the ocean, like, all the way around the world, like, on, like, a little raft. So, like, you floated You floated it by yourself. It's pretty So it just sounds more dope if you say Soloed the Ohio River, baby. And I guess that'd make me the host, uh, Seth Weaver, third year. At the University of Cincinnati as well, e-media major, and um, fun fact about me is I can't stand Cincinnati, but I'm, but I'm still here somehow. But uh, we got a good one coming up for you guys. We're, we're we'll be talking about entertainment, all about Halloween, kind of just the movies that came out or from before, what's good, what's bad. We're gonna segue that right into sports. It'll be a good one. We got some classic. NFL pickums coming your way, and then we're gonna wrap it up with a very deep, thoughtful, soothing, and provoking question, and and that'll be it. So if that sounds interesting to you, you should go ahead and stay tuned because we're gonna jump right in here and talk about what. So today is November first. It's uh, the day after Halloween, which to me is officially Christmas season. Oh, but everyone knows that around Halloween they always release the scary movies, and so the the scary movies this year that were uh, released around Halloween, the two big ones were Jigsaw and The Snowman, and then a little bit earlier before um, before either of those was the movie It with the clown. And so did anybody see any of those? I didn't see any of them. I didn't. I, I saw it. I've never heard of the snowman. The snowman. Yeah, I've, I've never even <laughs> heard. Like, I'm, I'm gonna look that up. The snowman was really big. I kept seeing ads for it on YouTube. It was really bad. It actually got a Rotten Tomatoes uh, uh, percentage of eight, and Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> rates things from zero to a hundred percent. Dude, but Rotten Tomatoes is like rotten. Like, it's terrible. Like. Compared to IMDb, like, you don't even know what you're looking at half the time. The ratings are just like, oh, like, this many percent of the uh, reviewers, audience, like, approved of this. This many of the critics. And it's just like, I just never go on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it's garbage. Well, IMDb <laughs> said, gave it a 5.2 out of 10. Oh so, uh, that's, that's a 50%. That's poor. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I lost all faith in Rotten Tomatoes whenever, uh, 
I saw they gave the Lego movie, I think that came out like 2014, they gave that a 98%, which, I don't know, maybe like kids movie, it was real nice, but... I love the Lego movie. I mean... I loved the Lego movie. A Lego movie, like 98%, that was tough, but... I think they try and grade it according to like the main, like targeted audience. That makes sense. Well... But either way, I I could agree that maybe a 98 is a lie. (laughs) I just looked up on, on my computer, the snowman, like on, and like the you know like it has a title or like a title picture for whatever the the movie is the title picture is just like basically a blank piece of paper and it has a snowman written at the bottom and in writing it says mr police you could have saved her i gave you all the clues and then it has a snowman with only two circles like a (laughs) snowman draw with two circles like a midget snowman highly Highly offensive to snowman, if you ask me. Yeah, well, dude, maybe just... midgets more importantly, or <laughs> little people. I don't know what you call them. But yeah, that that's rough. That's tough, dude. Yeah, I heard it was not very good. <laughs> Miss, well, especially if like the the character's name is Mister Police. <laughs> if that's if that's like the actual like title of this oh, of this guy. God. I read the plot on Wikipedia, and it's based off of a British like scary book, and it's just not very good. Yikes. However. Uh, what what do you think about it? I didn't like it. I heard I, mixed reviews from people that had watched it. I mean, but wrote a report on it for school. Really? Yeah, it had like the uh, comparison between the book, the old it movie, and the new it movie. They had an old movie. There's no yeah. yeah. Really? It, you're you. You're not missing. It much. was worse than this one. This okay. This one wasn't bad. The new one wasn't bad. It just wasn't for me. Like, a lot of people did find it pretty scary. And to me, the, the parts that were supposed to be the most terrifying were, were, were kind of funny to me. And not, not, I'm not some sadistic person, you know? Like, I'm not like, oh, yeah, that guy gets punctured or something. And like, <laughs> that's hilarious. But it, I don't know. It's, it's more just... This was, it's like this was supposed to be scary, but I don't find it scary. And that's kind of funny because they tried and they failed, for me at least. But overall, I think it was uh, like it was really well received and I wouldn't discourage anyone from seeing it. Was it it was more like demon centered, right, as a scary movie? Those are the ones I don't like. It's to like see. well, I mean, is it like a demon clown? I don't know. So like I've seen the first one and I'll just like I watched the first one on my senior class trip and like, you know, so there's like a bunch of joking going on or whatever, but like I found it hysterical. Like, granted, it was made in like the nineteen seventies, the you know, the software that nineties. Nineteen nineties. Oh, was it? I think so. I don't well, know what I, I was I'll look it up while I'm doing this, but like like the graphics weren't that great, like you don't have the pop out scenes like they do now, but like personally to me it was hilarious. But I honestly kind of forget the plot. It was a long movie. The original was like three and a half hours long. It had two discs. Well, what, what, the, the, the first movie was just so... Like, I remember the beginning with the kid in the drain. And then there was like a whole two hours of movie I don't remember. And then there's a spider... He turns into a spider. And they didn't explain that. This What this one does a good job of doing is explaining kind of who Pennywise the clown is and what he is and what he does and that kind of thing. Yeah, the first it was in 1990s. Yeah, I think where I got that is it says the plot was oh, 1960. 
So okay. it was like made in 1990, but the plot was from 1960. Yeah. So that makes was that sense. the book? I guess was written in 1960. No, 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 like the plot for the movie. Yeah, so, so which it came like, from the book. I assume. He just he just wrote it because Stephen King's not like. Oh, um, it's Stephen King. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he just wrote it in that time period. Um, but since you guys haven't seen it, the like basically what it is is. There's this clown. Spoiler alert! If you're listening, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from spoilers. I'm just gonna okay. try and kind of set it up for you guys. I'm not gonna watch it, so I like that. I, I I recommend it honestly. I didn't like it, but I recommend it. But um, <laughs> so there's this clown, and he lives in this town, and um, he he's he's like a perennial clown. Like he comes around like once, I don't know how every every so often, and he preys on people's fears, and that's that's how he gets like that's how he stays alive so like if he's hungry he goes and like sucks the fear out of somebody and kills him ultimately but and then he does that by taking the shape of whatever said person's worst fears oh, are kind of like the thing in harry potter like the um i know what you're talking yeah. about I, I'm like, I don't remember exactly but i kind of yeah. know what you're talking about but then he, he preys on kids because they're generally more afraid of have have more sporadic fears or whatever dramatic fears than adults you know adults fear taxes kids fear <laughs> clowns and spiders in the form of taxes i'd be running so hard <laughs> yeah college debt would probably would yes. probably uh destroy my soul pretty quickly college debt shuts up at your doorstep <laughs> but what so since you guys haven't really seen any of the recent scary films what are some scary films that uh you guys have liked or just didn't like? I think one of my favorite. I don't like scary movies, just as a general I'm rule. Like, I don't, I don't know. But, like, one of my favorite ones of all time was uh, The Cube. And it was about, like, a giant, like, cube made of a ton of little cubes that were individual rooms that had doors that locked. And, like, all these cubes moved around inside this, like, giant, like, cavern or something. And, like, you were trying to escape. And each of these cubes was like a death trap. And if you didn't go into the right one, it like killed you basically. And so they had like these people in there. One was like super great at like, like you didn't even know like why all those people were there to begin with. They didn't know either. But like there were like different talented people that were each there for a reason. And like they were just trying to escape essentially. It sounds a bit like Saw. Speaking of Saw, I've never seen any of them, but I find them, like, super interesting. And that, again, like you said, Seth, I'm not, like, a sadistic person where I, like, I actually really hate gore and, like, scary movies, but I really like kind of, like, the plot. It's a, they do a lot of, like, deep, like, intricate, like, plot things, and you really have to kind of be into it to know what's going on. And I've read, like, a lot of the plots, and so, like, I think those are actually kind of interesting. I'm not so much into, like, the gore and stuff, but I would say those are, like, scary movies that like i probably know the most about because i think i've only ever seen like two scary movies one was sinister that was one the that's one a good one it's actually that's a good one i would I, I would recommend that one that's actually a good scary movie it's that's the one with good. the guy with like the bloody hand on the wall yeah that's yeah. the the cover the yeah. cover art of it i'm more like into thrillers though like um what was the one that just came out in 2016 that was really popular on netflix it was the um michael jackson <laughs> <laughs> it had the the mask that looked like that it was um oh hush it was called hush have you ever seen it it's a thriller and so like it's like a deaf lady 
lives in the woods and like basically it wastes no time and basically just like a killer comes and like he's like outside the house trying to kill her and she's inside the house and they kind of like battle it out but it's not so much a scary movie as it is like a thriller and those are kind of more what i'm into like a slasher horror yeah yeah i'm not into the whole like tons of like gore like demons and stuff like that i mean sinister is good i mean i think i think that's kind of the the pinnacle of scary movies at least in like the last i don't know five years or so i don't i actually don't know I when it came agree. out but there's that one where with the clapping hands i don't know if you remember well, what is that, is that i think is it, it starts with the c yeah conjuring? the conjuring okay that's why i i like that i think that's pretty divided though by the people that have seen it some people like really like it and then others are like this is bad but i feel like that's horror movies in general yeah was annabelle the prequel to the, the conjuring i think it was mm, it came out movie. after but it was the prequel technically maybe oh, oh I, don't, well, I don't know i never yeah, saw because like the annabelle doll is in the conjuring but yeah. the the annabelle is actually all about the doll is was my understanding of and it. there's multiple annabelle movies it, yeah there's yeah. like it's a really weird like they keep making more movies and like and in the future you have to make them after the first one but they're all prequels like they keep going backwards yeah. i don't know i've seen annabelle and i didn't think it was that good but i heard the conjuring is better the yeah. conjuring was good i i have not seen annabelle though um i don't know I, i'm i think we're all in the same boat that none of us are just gonna sit down and watch a scary movie it's like well like the only way we'll go and see one is if we get dragged in to go yeah, yeah. like like if everybody's like hey we're seeing a scary movie and it's like uh, okay yeah <laughs> well that's for me like i was sitting here trying to look it up because sinister is probably the best scary movie i've seen as in just like best plot like i like movie was over and i was like i wasn't like running away or anything but i was like wow like that was a good movie and then the conjuring is was pretty was really scary for me and then the gallows i saw the gallows i got dragged into the theater with some friends to see the gallows the first time i ever saw a horror movie um in a movie a movie theater it was like my senior year of high school so like i'm a grown boy right here it's like <laughs> i'm jumpy though and like i swear i'm like, those jump scares are the worst oh my, like that and they had a lot of like it started out so chill in the last 30 minutes dude i'm curled <laughs> up in my seat like the dude beside me is leaning up like excited <laughs> for what's going on and i'm sitting here curled up in my seat and i'm like hiding my face and jumping and every other one so the gallows it was it was pretty good though but yeah dude that was like last 30 minutes of that if you want some fast hitting action that that got going real crazy but yeah not a scary movie guy i'm not, i'm just like i was like oh i don't know i'm kind of jumpy and as a kid i just like didn't like that stuff my mom didn't let me watch it so like i'm just trying to stay away from it as much as i could but one last kind of thriller that came to my mind was the one that came out a couple years, like two years ago. It was Get Out. Did you guys see that oh, one? Oh, yeah, was that yeah. The one with the, like, the black, the black man with yeah, the family? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, watched, like, yeah, I saw the video on Netflix, maybe. It was directed by uh, Jordan Peele, the guy that does Key and Peele. Oh, really? Yeah. Not the tall one, but the, the shorter one. Yeah. I, I just couldn't see that doing like a. Yeah, it's thriller. like his. it was his first real, like, directing job. And I thought he did really good. Like, I thought it was a really good movie. It was. I heard great things about it. Yeah, it was a really good movie. That is probably the one I would recommend the most. What what was so cool for me is, which I kind of just realized recently because I was listening to another podcast where they mentioned Get Out and kind of the the 
underlying metaphor of it is like everybody's in this sunken place and like getting out of that you know it could be depression it could be coming out it could be i don't know like going to just do your own thing and thinking everybody's going to tell you otherwise and to just actually being able to bring yourself out of that no matter the no matter the cost which kind of gave that movie a little bit more meaning. Wow, that's pretty deep. Uh, those, We're jumping sports and going right to the deep question. <laughs> <laughs> that is deep, though. I, yeah, dude, I can never think of movies like that. I'm not that abstract. Well, I didn't think of it either. Someone yeah, else made someone me else, think of it. And I was like, oh. That's funny. Well, speaking of Get Out, we should probably get out of this topic and move on to some sport. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was really bad. But, yeah, we're going to give it, you know, a few... 10, 15 second break and we'll be back segueing into, into some more sports. Okay, so we're back. Uh, speaking of Halloween and sports and all of that, uh, did anybody see LeBron and Steph Curry dress up as the, the clown from It and uh, Jigsaw? Too real, dude. Scared. It scared me when I first saw it. I thought it looked like a preview for, for it again, but it was too real. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah, and, and the fact that Steph Curry rode all the way from, like, the parking lot <laughs> into the locker room, like, that's next level. That's commitment. Yeah. Like, he might have he might have a role. Like, he was going on elevators? I'm, well, I mean, like, can you imagine just, like, because I mean... Let me in. <laughs> what's, what's Jigsaw say? What's the thing? Want to play, wanna play, play a game? game? Is that it? Not only did he drive all the way in on that little tricycle, but they, he had someone following him with the Jigsaw music going in the background. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> I'm running away if I see that, dude. That's... I watched a Halloween prank video where people just jumped out at people with, like, costumes on. I'm not about that life. Especially when it's an athlete. Like, it's someone that is physically better than you in every way. Yes, yeah, Coming at you and, like, yeah. some, like, mat or, like, popping out, whatever you want to call it. And then just popping out at you. Yeah, It's like, oh, uh, I gotta go, gotta go to the bathroom. Because even Steph Curry, he's only, I mean, he's 6'3", and he's a little guy for the NBA, but, like, 6'3", he's a big dude. Right. Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm almost 6'2", and, like, there are some people that I tower over, so like six three and you know fairly muscular. That's not a that's a big dude in the normal world. Yeah, but, but even scarier with size is LeBron James oh and Pennywise. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was too real. Yeah, if you have not seen the pictures and the video of Steph Curry and LeBron, go look it up if you want a good good post Halloween scare. And especially for LeBron, like get that side by side. With oh the actual goodness. Pennywise it in the movie because, like it's it's perfect like he had to have some makeup team for that. <laughs> yeah. it's, so it's the real deal. So about that, I was actually listening today to a podcast. Uh, Brian Windhorst, which is like one of the big, like he's one of the, like the top uh, NBA analysts, and he was talking about how the Cavs, well, and, or and more particularly LeBron, takes his annual Halloween party so serious that like he had to think of like, he had to like do a lot of preparation for all this. So like he went as Pennywise and obviously like that looks like professional. Um, Windhorse said that Kyle Korver, another like a Cavs player who went to uh, LeBron's party, he dressed up as Willy Wonka 
and he flew in. Oh, so he had Willy Wonka. His wife was or wife or girlfriend was dressed in all gold, and she was like the golden ticket um, <laughs> to get into Willy Wonka. And then he flew out to I think they're directors, like like directors that they know from L.A. Flew them into Cleveland for this party and dressed them up as Oompa Loompas, and like they like. They like help make up his costume because they're like you know they know what they're doing movie wise, like and Windhorse just went into all the detail about how serious these people took this Halloween party and like I don't know dude they were dropping bills on their costumes <laughs> and I don't know if you don't know the Cavs are kind of struggling right now and the reason he was talking about the whole Halloween party is because he was kind of joking about how they took the Halloween party serious more serious than. Than the games that they're playing right now, because they essentially know that they're gonna go, you know, at least decently far in the playoffs. But yeah, that was. I've never been a huge Halloween guy. I don't know, but uh, you guys like. I mean, my mom made me dress up to go trick or treating, but like, if she didn't make me dress up, I'd probably just walk around with a bandana and say I'm like a Ninja Turtle or something <laughs> just to get the candy. <laughs> I always go for the costumes that don't cost any money. Which yeah. means it's just whatever's in my closet. Yep. But I think what I think what really sells it for me, especially this year, I dressed up as a uh, as a as a like a sales exec that was recently let go and was has fallen on hard times and took to cocaine. So I had like I had like a button down shirt and tie that was like unraveled a little bit. The shirt was like half untucked, dress pants, shoes, and then I put baby powder under one of my one of my nostrils, and. I, the commitment to character is usually what sells it for me on Halloween because I'd never go all out on the costume. So if you play the role. Oh, yeah. Ooh, role playing. That's nice. <laughs> like, I mean, like, okay. <laughs> For, uh, I'll, I'll back up. I'll back it up a little bit on that one. Um, <laughs> role playing with your costume on Halloween is nice. <laughs> the commitment really sells. If you're going to wear a cool costume or even a costume that you're going to commit to, like, it's a lot better if you play the part. That's true. Joseph, how about you? Do you ever dress up for Halloween and stuff? My parents were super against Halloween. I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's no lie. I'm just, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know anything about your family, obviously. But, like, for some reason, I could just smell. Like, I knew people who were, like, super against Halloween. And, like, their parents wouldn't even let them go out. Because they said it was, like, Satan's holiday or something yep. like that. Yep. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I could just feel it coming. That's funny, though. Like, we went to these harvest parties instead, which were like a group of like church people that would literally like set up a carnival, and like we always afforded that, so yeah. it was good. But like one year, my grandpa like that didn't happen, and that was like really rare. Like this was like one time in my entire childhood that we didn't go to a harvest party. But like my grandparents, some like for some reason were like babysitting us or something like that. They dressed us up as like train conductors. And like we went trick or treating. I think my parents found out about that. And they were not like super <laughs> oh, happy. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I I recently dressed up um, with like I don't know, probably like thirty or forty ties, just like tied all over me, and I was all tied up. But it was wow. like I was crazy. all tied up. All <laughs> Were you like a tie rack or, or? Well, my mom like had like a ton of ties for some reason, and we literally just tied them everywhere. No rack, what? just ties. Perfect. Just ties? Yeah. Just ties. Yeah. I actually have a picture I can like show you guys, but yeah. That's <laughs> you were you weren't wearing like undergarments? Oh no, I, it was on top of all my clothes. <laughs> or you, you you could go minimalist with it and just have one tie tied around your waist down in front of like your crotch. 
and let that be it. I don't know what you'd be, but <laughs> it's an idea, I guess. Well, someone that does love Halloween is Pelican's point uh, power forward, Anthony Davis. He took the whole team to a haunted house. Did I you saw, see that? Yeah, I saw this video. That's well, funny. An- Anthony Davis was talking a whole bunch of crap about how he loves Halloween, and then when it got really scary, he left his other teammates to die in the haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, like, one of the really good Pelicans forward, there's a video of them, like, going into the haunted house, and um, Cousins goes, like, hey, I got you, man, and, like, Anthony Davis looks really, like, nervous, and then, like, something scary happened, and Davis, like, ran off and left them to be, like, on their own. I thought the funniest part of that video was, I mean, well, I mean, first off, they're, like, cute, like, Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins are both seven feet tall, so, like, these just grown men... Like grown, grown men running away from people, um, and like they're like pushing each other to the door. Like you go first, you go first. But also, like if you think about it, they probably have to duck into a lot of doors. <laughs> so like I was legit waiting for like them to be running, and then one of the two seven footers just slam their forehead into a door frame <laughs> because they're just trying to run away in a dark place. But yeah, that video was funny. I'm not about haunted houses either, as you can tell with my scary movie. Oh, so dude, I love haunted houses. Ooh, like, no, no, no. like I, I, I'm not sure how serious I am about this, but like I feel like at some point I want to like go Ooh. into like an abandoned building that I've never been in before. Alcatraz, man, you can stay the night in an old prison cell in Alcatraz. That. That be- is it like a sanctioned like thing, like oh, or is it like? Because I'm not about like oh, like this is like. You can like pay to come in here. I want to like sneak in. Like, oh no, to, like, it's definitely like that. a tourist attraction. Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm saying like I want to go to like a place that's not a tourist attraction, like a haunt. Like I don't know if it's haunted or anything. But, I, like, like I want to watch one of the horror movies in this building. This man that I like know nothing <laughs> about. Like it would be. Like, that's not kind of semi on my bucket list. I feel like you could just go to the house next to ours. One <laughs> that's like all Dude, torn down. Yeah, the abandoned house next to ours. We busted one of the cardboard windows they got over there. You're you're in the clear, but yeah, but I love exploring like in this abandoned buildings. Like I'm telling you, I want to see some like haunted action, like for real, like haunted action. <laughs> I'm serious. There's a Shawshank <laughs> Redemption jail that's close by. I think you can spend a night there. Oh, yeah, I've heard that too. And it's not like a tourist thing. You don't have to pay to get in. I, I think. Um, I definitely check that out. But we can go ahead and uh, slide into some sports news. You're going to get this. This is going to be a good one. Um, World Series baseball. Oh, um, so, fun. yeah, sliding, good. okay. I'll, no, I'll be no, no, I was booing the fact that it was baseball. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Just so, real quick, who won? So we would normally never talk about baseball, but I mean, it happens to be Game 7 of the World Series. I mean, who really pays attention to that? But if you were wondering, Houston Astros just won. Oh, Beat nice. the Dodgers in L.A. in Game 7, 5-1. Um, to one. They dominated pretty much the whole game. Score five runs within the first two innings. I'm trying to figure out who pitched for um, the Dodgers because if Kershaw pitched, that's a big blow to his life. Because, <laughs> like, everything he's ever heard is just how great like, he is. Well, how great he is, but then once he gets to the playoffs, he just, he's trash. He's, like, basically the equivalent to Peyton Manning minus his, like, one or two Super Bowl runs. So, 
I stopped following after the Indians lost. I was too <laughs> too mentally disheveled. Oh, Kershaw did play. I don't know how much he played, but I just assumed he played. But yes. Have you been following any NBA at all? I've been following on. the Pacers, sort of. Just He's a Pacers fan, dude. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Since PG left, though, it's all kind of pointless. But we've been winning. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you that much. I would say the biggest surprise are probably the Pacers and the Pistons. Yeah. The Pistons, they dropped one to the Lakers last night. But before that, they were 5-2. and two. They had the best record in the Eastern Conference, and they beat the Warriors for their fifth win, 115-107. to 107. So Was they, it at they, Golden State? It was. I think they That's beat impressive. San Antonio early in the year. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, they like really? playing yeah. some quality teams and going 5-2. and two. Yeah. So that's someone to like keep on the radar. Yeah. What do you think about that, Joseph? Nothing. <laughs> 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 the East is so wide open this year. I mean, like you have like the Cavs, and then you have a few teams that will probably take like the top two to four seeds. But like other than that, there's a lot of youth, and there's a lot of like yeah, we don't really know what's going on. Teams that like just are getting together for the first time, like yeah, like you got. Like Orlando is off to a good start with some young with some young guys. The Pistons are the same way. The Pacers, I think the Pacers. Are, my cousin, who's a Pacers fan too, texted me tonight and said, "I think Cleveland lost to the Pacers tonight." <laughs> Cleveland's slow start. But man. dude, Cleveland literally doesn't like. I I promised you they probably cared more about that about the October party, <laughs> the only party than playing the Pacers. Are like, the Bucks in the East? Yeah, yeah. The yeah that's the another East. team to keep. I in love mind. Giannis. Antetokounmpo Greek free dude he's talking about how he wants to go for the MVP I'm all for it though he's he's a beast he's he's like nothing I've ever seen before in my life he like he's like space jam like when Michael Jordan (laughs) jumps from the half court line and like stretches his arm out and dunks it that's Giannis like every fast he's got those Looney Tunes hops oh my goodness he's He's got his arms are insane yeah, he's got he's he's he, he's just built for basketball. There's, there's I think no my favorite it. stat that isn't a basketball stat is Rajon Rondo's arms. Have you ever heard of people like talk about that? Two? So he's six three and your wingspan is supposed to be the same as your height. And he's like six two, six three, and his wingspan is six seven. So his wing, seven? Yeah, so his wingspan is a couple inches longer oh, than thought, his actual I it was longer than that. Yeah, it's I don't know. I don't have the exact numbers oh, like up. If you want to find it, that'd be great. But like his wingspan is seven foot. Yeah, and oh. his, and his actual body is only like six three, six four. Yeah, and it, if you want an equivalent, Kevin Durant's wingspan is seven foot. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like six eleven. Yeah. So like, yeah, I've heard a lot about like how just long his arms are. That's wild. There's a really cool sports science video um, on YouTube if you. Are interested in I that? It's really sports cool. science. Old John Brinkus bringing the heat. But. <laughs> we can go into NFL since I feel like that's the sport that we we know here the most between everybody. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> but me. Yeah, I'm not just <laughs> just along for the ride when we get to the sports section. But so last week we did a little uh, we did a little pilot. Maybe not. It was like a practice run, but uh, for our podcast. But we uh, we made some predictions on the show. And uh, we had our buddy Jake, who can't be with, here with us tonight. Rest with, uh, in peace. Rest in peace, Jake, doing his homework downstairs. But uh, but so we made some predictions on five games last week, and uh, we 
rated each other or like we rated ourselves in sports knowledge. We should probably do that again. Yeah, we can we can do that again. Actually, let's go around and do that right now, and then I can say what how we did last week, and then we can work into our predictions for this week. So, Joseph, scale of one to ten, ten being the most knowledgeable, zero being no knowledge. What are you on sports knowledge? Zero, no knowledge, and every time you guys are talking about this, I'm learning, but it's not like necessarily something I like. <laughs> Want to be learning, so I'm like half listening to all this stuff. Like, he's, he's gonna, gonna, he's gonna, gonna go to class, he's gonna be, Yo, did you hear about Rondo's wingspan? And he's like, no, he's like, just over there getting ready for the deep question. He's like mentally preparing. <laughs> he's like, he definitely has that ready. Okay, so Justin's a zero. I don't have that ready yet, but Seth, what do you <laughs> work on? I gave myself a six last week, yeah, but I did bad. I did very bad. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, well, I did worse than Joseph. <laughs> and if he's a zero, and I gave myself a six last week, I'm going to knock myself down to a four. Oh, man. Oh. I feel like a five or six is pretty accurate yeah. for you. Well, we'll see. Maybe it was just a, it was a poor week. It's a fluke. Like it was a fluke. I would say that I'm probably like a nine or a ten. I feel like sometimes when it comes to like specific players and stuff there's stuff i don't know but i usually know sports pretty well at least ones i'm interested in i can't i don't know this much about like hockey and stuff yeah. like that soccer you get me on soccer I, yeah i'm a tan baby yeah <laughs> that probably knows a lot more about soccer than i do yeah and i mean i'd say that's like the one sport that holds me down i mean i don't pay attention to baseball but i kind of know a little bit about it but i'd say a nine or ten as well um i mean I tell people I'm a sports administration major, and they're like, oh, you guys know everything. And I'm like, I mean, that, I mean, like, I love sports, and that's why I picked the major, but, like, that doesn't necessarily mean I know everything. But, like, I was definitely in high school, and, like, when I was younger, like, watched Sports Center for, like, seven hours a day in the <laughs> summer. Like, it was unreal. I could name stats, like, all over the place, but now, you know, we have real, old semi realized now. <laughs> I mean, not realized, because, like, we don't have full-time job, We're but, like, <laughs> We got class and we got work and we don't even have cable, so I don't really watch Sports Center that often. But I'd give myself a nine or ten. So with those um, ratings being said, last week we picked five games and Joseph went four and one with his zero level knowledge. That was pretty good. <laughs> Seth went three and two. Yeah, just a step behind uh, Joseph. Which I mean, there were some close games here and there, so like that's not even a bad rating. Brooks went four and one as well, tied up with Joseph. <laughs> um, Jake, who like we mentioned, isn't here. He went two and three. His predictions. Let's just be thankful you didn't. Have Dude, to he was that. reading like stupid, like oh. random stuff that I was actually believing. That was all. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Jake is actually like actually a ten. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Be thankful you didn't have to hear that. And then I went five and zero. Oh. Um, I'm not gonna lie, that was. It's just some luck. Like, I just, like, <laughs> there was probably a game here there that could go either way. I just picked the right guy. Especially yeah. that Seahawks game last week was, was like, so down to the wire. Game, which we all picked the Seahawks. The only game that was unanimously decided, and it was by far, like, the toughest to call, I think, for most of us. And it was such a good game. Um, yeah, that's, that's potential Super Bowl, like, two, like, under-the-radar Super Bowl teams, kind of. Hmm. A funny story about last week real quick was that I walked in late. I got to the podcast real late last week for the pilot run, and Jake had already given his level of, like, thinking that he knew sports (laughs) at a 10. And they asked me to guess what everyone said, and I guessed Joseph as a zero, and I didn't know Seth, and I said Aaron was probably a 10. 
And then I said, Jake is probably a six or a seven realistically, but he probably said 10. And I That's was exactly so what funny. he did. He, like, Jake, just being the sarcastic, wonderful man that he is, said 10. Um, he's not 10, but it's okay. RIP, Jake. <laughs> we love you. We'll get you back on here soon. But, all right, so we got four games this week. We tried to mix it up a little bit with some good games, some maybe not so good games. So we'll see how it goes. Game one. Baltimore four and four coming off the shellacking that they gave Miami last week. That was embarrassing, forty to nothing. So Baltimore at four and four versus Tennessee at four and three. Um, you know, tight line here. Joseph, who you got? Baltimore, Tennessee. Baltimore, Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. He went against them last week, so he doesn't really. He didn't want to go against them this week. <laughs> <laughs> After that, pointed at nothing. So, Seth, you got where is who's home? I think Tennessee. Is Tennessee coming off a bye? I think so. Yeah, they, yeah, they've definitely at least had their bye. So, like, I would say, I would say they probably are. Let's see, but yeah, they definitely are. They played the Browns two weeks ago, and now they're oh playing. yeah, then there you go, yeah, they're coming off their bye. Yeah, that's interesting because because Baltimore, you know, you you blow someone out like that, but you're still Baltimore. You're not that good, so yeah, they might come was... back down to earth. And then Tennessee's a wild card after a bye week. Yeah, but uh, I think I'm gonna say Tennessee. Okay, this is gonna be a good game. Like I am, yeah, very undecided. This is this Thursday night or this Sunday still? This is the Sunday. This okay. is still Sunday. Night. Okay, so. So Brooks, I have uh, two reasons why I'm going to pick the team I'm going to pick. One, the disaster that was Miami Baltimore last week after I picked Miami and they let me down hardcore. <laughs> can't, can't go out. Oh my two weeks ago, when the Titans faced the Browns, they won nine to twelve or twelve to nine in overtime. Yikes! And I'm repping my Browns hat right now, but that's just come because I'm loving the crap storm that we are right now. So I gotta go with the Ravens. I just think. All right, so you want Baltimore? Um, I'm actually gonna use a similar reason that you did with with Tennessee coming off a of bye. Granted, Baltimore has a longer week too because they played on Thursday. They got more days of rest to prepare. But since Tennessee won, almost lost to Cleveland, they probably got a little wake-up call. And then seeing Baltimore kick the crap out of Miami, a team in their own division, I think that kind of woke them up. They're going to be ready for this, ready to go. So I got Tennessee. Ooh, Mariota. Yeah, Mariota. Mariota. Don't, don't get hurt. <laughs> soul. He's, he's fragile as glass, but uh, he'll be all right. So... Game two might be the best game of the week. We got Kansas City at six and two, getting back on track. Got back on track last week against Denver, versus Dallas at four and three. They're catching their stride, but big but Ezekiel Elliott just caught his six game suspension. It's back on. That's a blow. So six and two Kansas City, four and three Dallas. Who you got, Joseph? Dallas. Dallas, man, I like it. That, that was straight up confidence. Yeah. He blew that with confidence. All right, who you got, Seth? This one is easy. Letter E, letter Z, to Kansas City. Okay. Man, all sorts of confidence here. I don't know how that was I'm right, right with my boy Seth on some EZ Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Man, this is tough because, like, Dallas all around is playing pretty well. But I think I think the, the tough thing with them is they got to figure out some sort of rotation with all – they have, like, three different running backs now. And I 
think it might take a week or two to figure out a good rotation with them getting them set. Um, Kansas City defense, they gave a lot, a lot of points, but they got back on track, so I got Kansas City too. Was that everybody? Or no, Joseph. Joseph got Dallas. This is where he gets it. Joseph's going to get here. I know there's going to be a week where he's going to go undefeated. We're going to all pick wrong, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I promise. But all right, so game three, we got uh, Detroit at three and four uh, versus Green Bay. I believe Green Bay is coming off a bye, but also they lost Aaron Rodgers a few weeks ago. Haven't, I mean, they lost a game where he injured his shoulder and then they lost the game after. Um, the backup quarterback, guy from UCLA, what's his name? Brett Hundley. <laughs> Seth was thinking, I got him off fast. <laughs> but, yeah, so Brett Hundley, we'll see what he can do. So we got 3-4 Detroit, 4-3 Green Bay, divisional matchup. Who you got, Justin? Detroit. Detroit. I got Detroit, too. Seth has Detroit. Rodgers, how, how long is Rodgers out? He's out for the season, dude. He yeah. broke his collarbone, I think. That's yeah. awful. Yeah, I think you gotta go with the better quarterback. I'm going with Stafford and the Lions. Wow, some real bad voice crack. Still going through puberty at 20. That's <laughs> all good though. Dude, when's the last time you were talking about a Green Bay game and you would ever thought you would have said Matthew Stafford better than the Green Bay quarterback? Like, oh, well, the day that Aaron Rodgers breaks his collarbone. Yeah, <laughs> that day. Oh my goodness, Matthew Stafford. But yeah, I'm gonna be the same way. I'm just not confident in Green Bay at all. Their morale's got to be so down yeah. after losing probably the first or second best quarterback in the league. Yeah, I mean, they lose Aaron Rodgers. They lose the next two games. Brett Hundley, he's mobile, but he's probably just not NFL capable. Um, so last game, we're picking maybe the surprise team of the year, Los Angeles Rams at 5-2. and two. They're killing the game right now. Um, versus the 1-6 and six New York Giants, barely even a football team right now. They, they're struggling. So just P got LA. Where's that Who you got, Seth? Yeah, I, I don't know how I couldn't say LA. Yep. Who you got? Yeah, definitely the Rams. All right, so I, since I'm the man picking these games for the most part, I mean, we decided on a few, but this was this is my upset special for the week. Oh. Something about, I mean, Eli Manning, he's, he's two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. I mean, he's getting, towards the end of his career, he's getting old, but... I don't know. Something about the Rams. I mean, I don't they, – they're a young quarterback. I don't know if he's quite ready to handle all this success. Like, he, like his team was garbage in college. Like, Cal was – it was like four or five lost team in college. So, I think the Giants actually get back on the board this week. They upset the Rams. This is a good upset pick because if you look at the Rams' wins and losses, they haven't really beat a good team. Yeah. They yes. beat the Cardinals, the Jaguars – uh, they did beat the Cowboys, and that was a close game, so that was actually yeah. a good one. But then they beat the 49ers, and it was really close. Yeah. And then the Colts, who are really bad. And everyone yeah. else that they played that they lost to has been decent. So this yeah. is a good – this will probably be better than the stat line gives it to them. Yeah, and I think – I mean, I think uh, it's in New York, and I mean – L.A. to New York, it's a long flight, it's going to be a lot colder than L.A. I don't know, you just – Big you get, game, two-pack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you got to pick upsets like this, you got to get a little crazy with it. But, yeah, so that's that's our four games this week. Um, we'll come back to you next week with the results. Uh, we got a little we got a little bit of spread out here, so it'll be some good score differentials. <clears throat> but if you figure out anything, you as a listener, anything that you want us to predict or you want us to talk about specifically, 
throw that in a comment or any social media that we may or may not post on our page. I don't know if we record that. We should days. definitely make a dot cast Twitter page. Ooh, that'd be funny. We should. But yeah, so definitely suggest, you know, if you want us to pick Indian crochet Olympics. Or soccer. That'd or be soccer. cool. Or, 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 or soccer. I would love it. Yeah, so I know we're kind of going along for time here, but let's just real quick. What do you got on the whole Columbus crew uh, situation? It's bad. It's bad. I am so mad, and it is bad. I sound like I sound like good old DT. But, um... No, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, it's funny too because Austin is pretty much an identical city to Columbus, except they don't have a team, and the MLS isn't big enough to where you can just put a team wherever you want and it automatically succeed. And yeah. you completely eliminate every single Columbus Crew fan you had from partaking in any kind of MLS event, pretty much ever again, unless the team comes back. I don't know. For those of you that don't know, the Columbus Crew and MLS soccer team, right? Yes. Is going to, after having a very successful season so far, and did they win? Are they still alive? Yeah, they, they beat, they're, they're in the semi-conference final, yeah. finals. Yeah. They beat New York at home 3-1. to one, Yeah. And they're playing the second leg in New York. But yeah, they, they, they have a real chance of winning it all this year and then being moved to a different city, which is ridiculous. Yeah, and maybe something really big to blame for that is the new F, the FCC or whatever team. That's FC Cincinnati. Yes. Yeah, FC Cincinnati. Oh my gosh. About them too. <laughs> I can't stand them. They took away ever since, and this isn't an actual fact, but I'm still going to say it. Ever since FC Cincinnati became a team, the Columbus crew have had the lowest attendance in the league. So has like have they actually had lowest attendance? They do like, actually have lowest attendance, but, but know, I don't it's know if exactly it's actually when the when the FC took off. Okay. Yes, but no, they, I mean, that's what ha- that's what happened. You could probably that, there's maybe not causation, but there's a relationship there, I'm sure. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to stay tuned on that because that's like I don't know, Columbus brings home a cup, like I mean, that's tough to take away. Yeah. And plus, the move isn't set till 2019, right? Because the owner wants a new stadium downtown, and like he's saying, 2019, he'll take the team away. So you still got another season. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Still got next season to still push for. I know there's a big rally in Columbus. Like, you know, the city's pushing hard against this because they, I don't know, that's one of their two major league teams. Yeah. Um, well, the problem is, is. It's going to come to a vote if you people want to be taxed for there to be a new stadium. And odds are not enough people care about MLS soccer yeah. to, to say, yes, take more money out of my paycheck for this stadium. Yeah. So that that's the tricky part. And then I, I don't know if they have another season or not because last I heard, the, the people who own the Columbus crew told the season ticket holders of 2018 that they can start to get free refunds on those tickets so so you, th- you think that's because they're moving next season or you think that's because maybe they just don't want to support i i think i think it's i think it's because they're moving because okay. if they have another season to to stay then you know those fans are going to be full force to try and keep them to stay yeah um so i think the the fact that they are giving away full refunds is a sign that they're probably going to end up moving away from Columbus and to Austin. Yeah. 
Austin, Texas, by the way, in, in case that wasn't known. Austin, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think that's probably all the sports that we have to talk about. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with our, our deep question. for the deep question um i honestly feel like you guys are like oh i guess what do you think about this like throughout the whole sports thing and like yeah so this is like kind of what i love to do is just like thinking um a lot about like life and just like i don't know kind of like why we're all here and that kind of stuff because i feel like that's pretty important to kind of like nail down or like i mean something you can really nail down but kind of like try to nail down because if you don't know what you're living for, it's like, I mean, you can't not live. So, you kind of just need to, like, have a reason. Like, okay, so after a blow with minds before we even get to the blow with minds question. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you don't have, like, a passion and a reason to, like, live, like, somebody else is going to do so much better than you, like, in it. So, like, if you're in school and you're just like, oh, I kind of just, like, chose a major. Somebody who's, like, passionate about that major and actually, like, has a reason to get up for that is going to, like, crush you. That's true. So, I've kind of noticed that. Is, yeah. Is, is this tying in to the actual question itself? Is this the advice? It, it could, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would give an infant? <laughs> I say, are, you, are you throwing your advice? So, here. No, no, no. <laughs> so, our question is, uh, yeah. what advice would you give to an infant, assuming they could, like, understand, like, advice yeah. and whatnot? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I mean I will start with I mean if you guys want um, go for it, dude. If you're ready, do it. I'm not like I literally whenever I like think about like and talk, I literally just like say whatever comes to mind usually. So <laughs> advice that I would give to an infant, um, I would probably say like like there's like the the classic like do what you love kind of thing, but like that isn't like actually valid like because. That doesn't always work out. So I would say try as many things like as possible. Heroin. <laughs> Except for like stuff that I had to take that No, yeah. <laughs> Cause like try like as many things as possible, like except for like drugs and like premarital like sex and like all that like kinda like garbage that's like gonna ruin your life, like armed robbery like crime like, <laughs> just like don't do that but like go for like as many experiences as you can because like you are defined kind of by like how much you like see of the world because like until you actually like look out there like and like actually live in another place like before I like moved from my parents house that's all I knew and like my view of the world was small now I like moved here and like my view of the world is kind of like bigger and so like I feel like my personality and like my outlook on life is like oh I can make like a bigger impact and I feel like the more of the world you see the bigger impact you feel you can make uh and so I think and it's not like the goal of life is to like make the biggest impact as possible but I feel like in order to feel fulfilled you have to make a meaningful impact I mean the people at the end of their life that like actually think like oh yeah I did something good they're not the people who like watch Netflix their entire life, like at J Clone. <laughs> <laughs> the man who watched thirteen straight hours of Netflix yesterday. <laughs> uh, I like that dude. 
That's yeah. what I'm looking at. Well, that's my advice. That's my advice. I like it. Seth, what you got, dude? I, I'm I'm gonna go last. You're gonna go last? <laughs> Alright, well, okay, okay, shake no, it I think up. I'm ready, but you wanna go? You go ahead. Okay, so I'll go. Um, so even though the question says one piece of advice, I have to break the rules, and I'll go with two. They may or may not tie into each other, but so first one is like, cherish family and like listen to your parents because, I don't know, I mean, obviously like, I am so blessed to have like, so like my parents are divorced, but like, and I live with, I've lived with my mom and only see my dad a few times a year since like middle school, but like, my mom is the most amazing person I've ever met in my life. Like, she is the ninja warrior of everything, like, best fan in the stands at a football game, like, cooking like a maniac for four kids. Like, being a single mom is crazy. So, like, also, coming to college has made me realize that, like, my brothers and sisters that I previously really didn't have a good relationship with are, like, huge to me now. Like, I take the time out of my day to text them and talk to them, which I'd, I'd never do. Like, we would avoid each other when I lived at home. So, um, I don't know. I do miss that time where, you know, me and my brothers could go play basketball in the in the driveway or just have, like, family dinners and stuff. So, cherish that. And then my second piece of advice, which, did I just forget it? It must not be that important to you. <laughs> Sorry, infant. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So this one was. I don't know why I forgot it for a second, but second piece of advice is just like stress less. I saw something on like Facebook or Twitter that said, try to think about like something that you were super stressed about five years ago. And like, I mean, I tried and I kind of thought of something, but like, it is so meaningless now. And there's a ninety-nine percent chance whatever you're stressing about right now, like real hardcore, like it probably won't have a huge effect five, ten years from now. So, I mean, obviously there are things like, your, you know, your college degree, which I'm actually finding out your your major field means a lot less mm-hmm. than people think it does. Um, I think I read a stat, 66% of people do not work in their major field. So, like, even that, like, it's a big decision, but, like, don't stress that much about it, dude. Just... And do this. Sorry, we gotta we gotta be we gotta be gender good here. Uh, well, then we gotta use the Z in here. You know? <laughs> L, the G, the B, the T, and the Q. We got all of them. We out here. But yeah, so don't stress. Love life. Laugh more. Gross. So I was gonna say something different, but first to kind of tie in with yours. One of the best quotes I think I ever heard was from a science teacher I had in high school, and she said, "People will always tell you not to stress." about the small stuff but you'll never really be happy until you realize that almost everything is a small stuff yeah and like that really like kind of changed the way i looked at things with like getting stressed out like kind of like you said like in like in five years what will really like be so stress worthy that you like will remember it yeah but my piece of advice that i was gonna give is kind of similar to joseph's mine was like say yes to most things not (laughs) not bad things disclaimer but i think when i grew up i was like really always worried about like getting good grades and like all this stuff and like since being at college and even some in high school like just take every opportunity that kind of goes your way like i don't know like i'm a huge believer of like when you're in bed you're dead and like i sleep way too much already as it is 
and sleep is important but yeah i just like say it's a bunch of experiences i remember the first time i did it was at a we were playing a baseball game and the guys were putting on ridiculous eye black and i was worried about getting in trouble and i was like you know what whatever like put it on and we had huge triangles like on our, on our, on our the eye that was it no but just saying yes to stupid stuff like that it'll make tons of small memories that will just build into like a happy life and so that would be my advice Seth, Seth drop it on us. All right. He's right. I know when he wants to go last. He got something. <laughs> so what I would tell this sweet little baby boy, this little innocent baby boy, Order. is is I tell him to like, to subscribe, to follow us on Twitter. <laughs> um, rate us. Give us some ratings if this ends up on iTunes oh or something. Goodness. Just spread the word, little baby. About, baby. You know what's best. And this is what's best. This is as good as your bowl of cereal in the morning. This is Ooh. as good as your ice cream at night. Ooh. Just get the word out, little baby. <laughs> and if you relate to this little baby, <laughs> then you do the same. Ooh. But no, my and all actually, my real advice to this to this to this infant would be: it's kind of a double-edged sword. I'd tell it to challenge everything. Follow the truth, which is hard now, obviously, with media and everything. Nobody really knows. But whenever whenever you make up your mind, make sure it's made up by your own mind and not someone else's. Because I feel like that's the most dangerous thing today is people take a look at whatever's on their Facebook feed or, or Twitter or wherever they decide to get their news. And they take it at face value and they run with it. Instead... Figure out what it means for yourself. Look at look at how this impacts you and look at how it impacts the others around you and then decide. Don't just agree with it because it's easy. Don't just agree with it because it's, I don't know, convenience the same word, but, but don't do things that make your life easier. Take the hard road yeah. with everything. And, um, but also there's a fine line because empathy and compassion are equally important. And so even though you may not understand the plight of others, it's still very important to give them the benefit of the doubt and be there as a, as a support for them in this time because that is pretty relevant these days too with instead of helping, people are just yelling what's, whether it's true or not. And that ties into the first point again and how you can really know. But if someone is crying for help, you help, whether it's true or not, I think. And hopefully this, this fictional infant takes takes these words to heart because all these words, Brooks words, Aaron's words, Joseph's words, I think we'd I think we'd raise a pretty fine kid, oh guys, God. don't oh you think? No, this this no, kid will be no. killing the game. Right. <laughs> be all he be. Dude, but like something you did say I kinda wanna like hit on a little bit is like work hard and stuff. Like Working hard is important, but you don't want to, like, aimlessly work hard at something. Because, like, if you work hard at, like, a major that you didn't even, like, spend time, like, choosing, you could be, like, end up in the complete wrong direction that you want to be in life. So, like, you need to be very intentional about how you work hard. Well, yeah. Work, but, like, work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, but, like, also, like, when you're working hard, like, you want to, like not just like work hard but you want to like live breathe the work you're doing because like people say like work hard but it's not really like oh like this is work to me like if you're 
if it's work to you, I would say find something else to work at. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you expanded on that because that that is more of what I what what I meant to say in working hard is don't don't waste your time doing someone else's work or yeah or doing work you don't believe in or or enjoy because then you're not really working hard you're just wasting your time um so just uh, yeah pretty spot on by all of us i think i don't think any of us said anything wrong that's good stuff um for real though do follow us on Twitter. Oh my <laughs> we do have a Twitter page. It's at the underscore doc, all lowercase. We're trying to take off here. Definitely uh, just something for fun, but spread the news. It's a, I think it's a good time. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Wait, is it the underscore doc cast? Yes. Okay. Okay. All, all lowercase. We'll try to. D-O-C-K-C-A-S-T. Straight up. Spell. Do you know when we're going to try and uh, release this yet? Um, so we're recording on a Wednesday right now, but I'm going to try and have it done by Friday. So you guys will be hearing this on a Friday. You'll get to kickstart your weekend with hopefully something good. Uh, if you find it, it's probably going to be pretty hard to find at first. But again, that's why you, if you do like what you hear, like, subscribe, rate us, whatever, because this will probably go up on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube even maybe. I, I Probably not initially, but I think we're going to try and work on some kind of logo we can put up with it that you can look at while you're listening. I don't know. Word. But we're, we're wrapping up, so thank you thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love you all. We love the infants. We love what we talk about. And most importantly, we love you. So that's good. Each other. And we love Heck each yeah. other. Heck yeah. <laughs> so that's a goodbye from me. Any last words? Anyone? Boys out, baby. Bye.